Thanks for joining us for this edition of the KYR Podcast Live. Today, we are going to be discussing all things diversity, equity, and inclusion. And joining me for the first time ever is uh, our staff member, Suzanne Reeves. Uh, among her many responsibilities, uh, she is the staff liaison for the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee. Welcome, Suzanne. Hi, thank you for having me. So you're going to tell us a little bit about your committee and some folks that are joining us today. Yes, so um, it is my pleasure to introduce our guest today. Um, both have an extensive history with us here at KYR. Their ongoing involvement have proven their worth within this association. Um, our first guest was recently named the designated managing broker for EXP in Kentucky. She is the current KYR treasurer and she is involved in multiple committees and is the chair of today's topic, the DEI committee. We have Elizabeth Monarch. Hello, it's so great to be with you guys. Thank you. Um, our second guest is the state allocated director of NAR. He is the past president of KYR. He is also currently involved in multiple committees and he is the vice chair of the DEI committee. Welcome Lamont Breland. Thank you, great to be here. I aspire to one day be the chair of the committee. <laughs> Well, it's coming. It will be soon, Lamont. <laughs> study, hard. <laughs> study hard. Very good. Well, thank you both for being here. I know you're both very busy, both uh, within this organization and in your own practices, so we appreciate your time. Thank you. Um, so just getting right into the committee and what it does, uh, you know, obviously realtors are, this is a profession where you're already committed to working to ensure that there's fair treatment to all regarding housing and representation and real estate transactions. So what is the goal in, in creating this committee within KYR? What, what, is, what is the desire there? Elizabeth, you want to take that? Absolutely. Well, and, you know, I think uh, Paul and, and Suzanne would agree that, you know, our mission, uh, especially what we have seen happen, not only over the past two years, but we we recognized as leaders uh, in our organization that we wanted to create a committee that uh, has a mission to promote a passionate and committed organization that actually celebrates and embraces the uniqueness of each member within the Kentucky Realtors organization. So our, our main focus, Paul, is on education, awareness, and advocacy. And we want an organization that is well rep represented. And we recognize that if we put that on a forefront and as we started moving uh, our group into wanting this to be a standing committee at KYR, we started really focusing on the issues that uh, is presenting itself in the world. And we, we knew that our organization needed to step up and take a stand because we are helping people in the, one of the largest purchases of their life. Yeah, absolutely. Lamont, is there anything you want to add to that? Yeah, I would just say that, you know, um, obviously last year was just a bad year all the way around. I mean, we had the pandemic. Um, we've had, um, uh, you know, being from Louisville myself and our president last year, Lester Sanders, being from Louisville and Elizabeth, you, you uh, being from Louisville and three or four other places around the state. Um, you know, we had the, the, the Brianna Taylor um, uh, killing, you know, when she, she was uh, killed by a Louisville Metro police officer here in Louisville. So Louisville kind of became, you know, ground zero for um, protests and, and, and all types of things. 
And it went on for a long time and it's still going on to this day. And I, I think that was a, a real catalyst for us to um, uh, just say, wow, you know, what's going on in our city, what's going on in our state. And then NAR, the National Association of Realtors uh, made it a priority as well. And I think we were kind of, you know, kind of the first, one of the first associations to really embrace uh, this and, and to really talk about it. And, um, and, and that's, you know, and that's kind of what we've been doing for the last uh, several months. It's just, just, just talking about it. And that's, that it's, a, it's as easy and as complicated as that um, because it's not an easy conversation. Um, but uh, I think we're doing a, doing a great, doing a good job and we can do better, but um, we're, um, you know, and we want to get better. And that's, that's why we're here. That's why we're having this call, right? Yeah. And, you know, I've sat in on quite a few of these meetings uh, with this committee and other meetings where we are, these kinds of things are discussed. These, you know, of late, these social issues and, and our cultural issues. And it seems like at the end of it, when everybody kind of breathes a sigh of relief because it was a kind of a tense, you know, everybody maybe had some reservations going into it. What if I say the wrong thing or things like that? At the end of it, the wrap up, it always seems to be like, it's just so great that we're having these conversations. I mean, that's kind of what it, at, at the end of it, when everybody takes a breath, I think communicating about these and just facing it and acknowledging it, just, you know, that's kind of what you just said is is kind of where it starts um exactly like yeah from from the start of the year until now you can just see you know the flow of conversation has become a lot easier and, yeah a year ago i didn't know what dei was yeah honestly if you said dei i mean how many acronyms are in real estate you know a yeah. thousand. um but i wouldn't have known what that is probably a year or so ago um nor would I ever think there would be a DEI standing committee at NAR. And, you know, when we think of diversity, equity, and inclusion, you know, the first thing I, to me is always race. You know, I think of black and white. And then, then not just race, but black and white. <laughs> you know, not all the other colors. And, you know, not talking about um, um, uh, you know, sexual orientation and religion and um, just, I mean, on and on it goes. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so it's not just about race. It's about all these other things and, and trying to give equal time, if you will, to everybody, you know, everybody in, 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 and then look at ourselves to see if we do have, you know, things like implicit bias. I didn't know what that was a year ago. I mean, there's all these phrases that I didn't even know existed and they've been around more than six months or a year, yeah. uh, but we're just now kind of figuring, figuring it out. And, you know, I'll, I joke around a lot too much, probably, you know, but, you know, as a, as a, as a middle-aged white guy, you know, I have probably a lot of biases that I don't even know I have. Um, and um, so it's just, it's just kind of being able to acknowledge those things and create a, a safe place where you can say stupid things <laughs> if you're wanting to get better, because you don't know, you're, you don't even know you're saying things that may be offensive. Um, but and, and, you know, Lamont, I think you bring up a great point because, you know, we've had so many of our real estate realtor community realtors um, reach out to our committee members and say, thank you for creating a forum where I can make myself better. Mm -hmm. uh, like you just men mentioned, you know, I'm encouraging realtors on a day to day basis to uh, get better because 
when we may not even think that we're saying something wrong or doing something wrong, you know, knowing that discrimination is still occurring in the real estate industry is the first step. And then also just taking just small steps towards educating ourselves and, you know, reading and being a part of our book club and doing the implicit uh, bias training, doing Fair Haven that the National Association of Realtors has put out has really been an eye-opener, I believe, for, um, you know, a lot of our committee members and a lot of our board of directors. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe that we are starting to uh, a just the small attempt to make a difference. Yeah. Absolutely. And you mentioned the book club, a lot of the people, the people, the, the 11 people that may be listening. No, I'm kidding. Well, uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, but you know, the folks that may not know, you know, are one of the, I think one of the coolest things we've done so far is to start this book club, which I never thought my mom would have never thought I'd ever be in a book club, but um, yeah. So, you know, our first book was the color of law which I think should be required reading, or by the way, it's on Audible, uh, which is a lot easier. Realtors don't read, that's another acronym, uh, RDR. Um, and then our next book was, if, What If I Say the Wrong Thing, which is not on Audible, but it's a really easy read. And it just talks about saying things that you don't, you know, and I, I mentioned that I was at a, at a restaurant with my daughter for lunch and I called, I halfway called the waiter, sir, and it was a woman. Mm. What do you do? What do you do with that? <laughs> How do you undo that? Um, and I didn't even know I did it until I was halfway through saying it. And then I just, it was awkward. But so it talks about those things, things, things that we, that we say and do that we don't really mean anything by. And then our, the book we're going to read now or start reading is CAST, C-A-S-T-E, uh, which the CAST system in like India and things like that, mm. but it talks about I'm only three chapters in, but talks about how there is a caste system in America um, based on all the things, you know, where you were born, how much money your parents had, where you went to school, all that good stuff. So, and that's open to all KYR, all KYR um, uh, realtors, um, staff, anybody wants to join in, um, it's, uh, we do them on Zoom. Um, so, um, there, and there's a link to that on another great thing that you all have done, Paul, is our, our, Diversity, Equity, Inclusion webpage, which is on kyrealtors.com, has all the links to everything we've been up to for the last year. We'll get to a little bit more of that and, and some information where people can find that out. But I kind of wanted to go back to, you know, you talked about the goals of the committee and being, you know, celebrating uniqueness in, in folks. The committee is, you know, roughly 20 people. And I'm sure that everyone kind of brings their own unique story, uh, as we all do, uh, to the committee. And, and certain things that you've experienced and certain things that you deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. Is there something that personally you bring, uh, either of you or both of you, to the committee and, and, and what you'd like to see change? Is there something in the organization or in the industry that you're like, you know, I, I feel like I would have made a difference or this committee would have made a difference if we can affect change in this area? Is there something that kind of stands out to you with that? I, I don't know that I bring anything to the table, honestly, other than um, being a leader in the organization that's willing to publicly stand up and say, uh, I need to get better at this. I need to be a better, um, um, you know, realtor, uh, broker, father, husband, friend, all these things, you know, when it comes to DEI and hope other people will say, 
wow, you know, if he's willing to do it, maybe I need to do it too. Um, because it's a lot of work. I'm not kidding you. I mean, it's, um, I, I was joking somewhat before the call about how I've started the, uh, by the way, NAR has um, established a leadership challenge, Charlie Opler, the president. They want every, everyone in leadership at NAR, which is a lot of people. I mean, there's eight, over 800 people just on the board of directors. That's a big, uh, that's wow. a big table to sit at. Um, wants all of them to go through this three-pronged diversity, which Elizabeth mentioned, Fairhaven, which is a, just Google NAR Fairhaven, and it's a simulator that you go through, and it puts you all through all these different scenarios as both an agent and, a, I think at one time, I was a black gay woman. <laughs> so yeah. you know, going through this, trying to buy a house and showing the different ways that this person was, um, discriminated against and and I could identify with things that I have probably done or thought that would show that I need to get better um so there's Fairhaven and then um at home with diversity that's a six hour course which I'm going through right now which is I mean it's a whole different language um and then yeah. the um, what's the other one the um uh, bias um implicit bias. implicit bias training so, so they want all of leadership to go through all that um, before, I don't know, the conference in San Diego or whatever. So, um, so anyway, I'm chasing squirrel there, but that, that, that's something that's pretty, pretty cool that I never would have thought that would have happened a year ago. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I saw just a willingness to, to, to get better and to do, and to, to do, do the training, to do, to do the hard work. Yeah, and I think you're right. I think that does set an example. I think, you know, just like you said, maybe you don't bring a whole lot of experience from the other side of the coin to the table, but your willingness to kind of participate, do the work, um, and be there sets an example. Elizabeth, did you have anything you'd like yeah, to add? I do. And, and, you know, Paul, I got very, you know, passionate about this, this committee just living and being a Louisville residence and seeing what was happening in our city and just, you know, what was happening throughout uh, the United States. And I, I believe that I can bring to, to the committee is, is the inclusion part. Um, I've always believed that, you know, the more voices we have and the more people we get involved, the better our organization uh, will be and the better representation of our organization will be. I've always been very passionate um, with the Women's Council of Realtors. Uh, and, you know, Lamont was such a huge supporter when I was very involved in that organization. And I feel like it, at this level, on the state level, at the DEI committee, I wanted to get involved because I do believe that, you know, uh, our world is changing. The real estate business is changing. And our consumers, uh, uh, the way our consumers are and who they are and, and not just what they look like, but, you know, is changing. And I believe as an association, uh, we have got to be on the forefront of making sure that our realtors have the tools to be able to keep up with um, the consumer demand and the changes of of the, the, the person that's purchasing and, and selling homes. So um, I'm, I'm very excited about this committee. I think that it was a very smart move and I feel like we've been uh, extremely active in our first year. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you, you mentioned representation and I, obviously a, a group or an organization, whether it be you know a civic group or a trade organization like ours, it, it, if it looks, the makeup of that group looks like the community they serve, 
that's a good thing. Representation matters, as, as kind of we know. And so is, is that one of the goals of the, of the committee is to try to encourage participation from uh, different types of individuals, uh, you know, either to be on the committee or to serve in leadership uh, within Absolutely, the Paul. Groups. I mean, you know, when you look at our committee, uh, like Lamont said, you know, not only are we diverse just in race, but also, you know, in a variety of other different religions, um, you know, uh, ethnicity, um, we, you know, we've got um, just we've got the um, LBGT is represented. So, you know, all of these uh, uh, groups are, we have that representation on our committee. And what we're hoping to see is that, you know, I believe that the face of our organization will be consistently changing and it won't be just, you know, color. It won't just be male and female. So um, I do believe that we are moving in the right direction for sure. Yeah, and one of the things that uh, in this at home with diversity class, I mean, it said inclusion is not, it said, don't be um, like within your company, don't just check boxes, you know, don't, don't, don't say, oh, yes, we need, um, let me see, I've got 50 agents, I'm looking at the roster, I need at least four more blacks, a couple gays, uh, right. some more women. I mean, that's not, it's, it's, it said, create the culture where people feel welcome there because it, it, it says typically a lot of companies that do that while they'll attract people in the beginning they won't stay because they just don't feel welcome they don't feel like you've created um, a culture um, that is truly open and welcoming uh, and affirming um, and that's kind of the hard work you know the, the easy work is calling people and asking on a committee because of you know that's kind of targeting them <laughs> based on what they are um and um and i think that's and you can't just you know it's like you know it's like agent bourbon you know you can't just start a distillery and have bourbon next month you know i mean it just takes a lot of time to um consistently kind of you know advance the ball if you will um and get people on board and educate them. That's a big part, just education um, of what these groups uh, are going through. On one of our calls last week, and I hope I don't call anybody out, but you know, this was in our in our group. In our um, somebody said, "Well, you know, it's like the LGBT whatever, you know." And I looked at one of our members that is gay, openly gay, and he was just going, you know, because that was kind of an insensitive. She didn't mean to be insensitive. Heck, I just learned that there, it's not just LGBTQ now, it's LGBTQIA+. I didn't know that. I mean, that's like, <laughs> that is a lot. Um, but NAR just talks about LGBTQ+. Um, so it's just, it's always changing. You know, the education part is always changing. And if you're truly committed to it as a leader, you got to sort of keep up with it. Um, and that takes time you know so um so anyway so you mentioned um both of you mentioned kind of the book club uh which there's another meeting coming up at, at the summer meeting um which w uh, you can be there in person or if not if you'd like to join via zoom i believe that's going to be uh, zoom uh ready as well you can jump on there and we'll be discussing that book uh, that lamont mentioned cast the origins of our discontents um 
And then uh, on our webpage there, uh, on our website, under the members column, you'll see the diversity, equity, inclusion page. And there's a lot of information there that's already been mentioned here on this podcast, uh, which is the Fairhaven, the implicit bias training, uh, at home with diversity, links to all those things. There's a Zoom background for Pride Month on there right now that you can get. Of course, as we go through the year, there'll be other materials and other relevant links uh, coming up. Um, you're right, uh, Lamont and Elizabeth, that the committee's been busy. Is there anything that's on your list? Uh, maybe you, it, maybe it's a wish list. Maybe it's not kind of uh, even been discussed yet in the committee that you would like to see done here as we go through the second half of this first year of the committee. Is there anything that... Uh, well, absolutely, you- Paul, and I, I know that you are helping. Uh, we've got a great subcommittee that we are in the process of starting to spotlight um, our members, because, you know, we are a, uh, a real real estate association. So we're going to start spotlighting uh, our members for each month. And something that, you know, I know that we have began and I'm of the belief that it will just continue to get better and better is, you know, recognizing certain celebrations each month. And we know that Juneteenth is coming up um, here this month. And uh, t- this month in June is also Pride Month. So I know that our association is just becoming more aware. Uh, we're utilizing uh, multiple avenues of uh, getting this information out, such as social media and our emails to our members. So uh, also another, uh, I, what I'm hoping to see by the end of the year is that we start, you know, once a quarter, in addition to our book club on a month to month basis is start offering some race and real estate series. I know we as realtors are so busy and we get inundated by a variety of different educational opportunities. But, you know, I think that our, our, our committee is is just continuing to to move forward, and I know Lamont will uh, keep us moving in 2022 also. But uh, Lamont, anything that you would like to see our committee accomplish for the rest of the year? Yeah, I think just um, you know we get so many emails from NAR, we get so many emails from KYR. No offense, we get so many emails from GLAR, you know, our local association. So we don't we don't really we're kind of numb to the messages that we get. So I would like to see us work harder to get the brokers involved. Um, I'll bet, and I'm start right here with me, you know, I mean, how many of our agents even know there is a fair haven, you know, I, not many, um, they'd be surprised, but if they got an email from their broker saying, Hey, y'all, um, guess what? Here's a little challenge within our company. You know, uh, if we can get 40% or whatever the number is of our agents to, to go through fair haven, we'll, you know, have a taco truck come to the, I don't know, to the, to the office. And, um, but they, they listen to their brokers more often because their brokers pay them. Right. So, um, they write the checks. So, um, so yeah, I'd like to see more of a grassroots effort, um, that maybe that we can, cause we've got the names of all the brokers and their emails and, and just make it easy for them, you know, tools, a toolkit for brokers or something like that, where they can, um, systematically, um, educate their, their agents on what's available, what we're up to. So that would be something that I'd like to see in the, in the next several months, next year. Okay. I like it. Um, and that kind of leads well into my kind of wrap up question here uh, as we kind of come to a close. I was going to say, you know, aside from the activities that are sponsored by the committee uh, and suggested by the committee, how can KYR members, as members, 
uh, create a more equitable and inclusive environment around them, both in you know in the profession and the community. Now you mentioned Lamont, you know, if brokers kind of just took that and said, you know, you know, saw their leadership role and say, hey, I can create this challenge and, and kind of create a culture in my office. You know, what can members do aside from attending training, like practical things, maybe some things that you've learned that you can and share and say, if everybody just kind of did this one or two things, uh, it would make a more kind of diverse and equitable and inclusive environment around them. Yeah, I would say, you know, if you see something, say something, <clears throat> you know, um, when you're out in the field, if you see discrim discrimination or you see um, uh, a lack of equity or inclusion, um, call it out. You know, say something, you know, to your your buddy that's a realtor in the cubicle next to you or something. Just say, hey, man, I overheard what you were saying on the telephone. You know, and that's not right. You, you know, I, or, or just, to, just to say, you know, I don't know if you know how you came across, but um, I, I don't think you should be doing that. <laughs> because, you know, when your antenna's up, you start to hear things. Um I mean, right before this call, I told you, I mean, I mean, a minute before this call, Lester Sanders called me and said, hey, I just had an agent call me and just irate um, because one of their clients who is um, um, Indian American, South Asian, um, had come up short on, he said, 20 contracts. And finally, the client said, is it because of our name? Um, and I know there is a movement afoot uh, locally in Louisville to look at that. I mean, is there a way to take the, 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 the client's name off the contract? Um, because there is some either outright discrimination or implicit um, where they just, so, so this agent was going to call out the other agent. Now there's a, there's a right way to do that. <laughs> um, but uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think just, if you see something, say something because we're the boots on the ground. And my advice is the task is to ask, you know, I mean, ask uh, your fellow agents, you know, and and start talking about it. Get them involved. Ask them to join um, the book club and ask them if they've done the implicit uh, bias training. And I think, you know, if if you become more aware of this and like Lamont said, is if you see something, say something and, you know, and ask um you know, our fellow agents to get involved and, and to become more aware of this. Because I think sometimes with the way our world is, we get so busy that like Lamont just mentioned, you know, it's just easier not to say anything. It's just easier not to ask. It's just easier not to get involved because what if somebody asked me to do more stuff and I've already got my family and my business. And you know what, if we want to make a positive impact on our organization and in our industry, um, we have to step up and it's going to take all of us uh, to do our small part. Well, um, I want to personally thank you both uh, for your efforts with that uh, and, and the committee. I think, you know, when, when leadership steps up, says th these are important conversations, um, you know, people take notice and it's good. It's good that, you know, our leadership is, is doing this. It, uh, representation does matter. And it, uh, you know, it's just going to lead the way. This is the beginning. This is the first year of the standing committee. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, it's exciting to kind of, you know, to know that things are, things are changing for the better, though they may be slower than we, some folks might like. 
but it's heading in the right direction, and, and that's a good thing. So, so thank you both right. for that. Yes, thank you all. Well, thank you for having us, and I appreciate it. And if there's any listeners out there that want to get involved, please reach out. You know, Lamont and I would love uh, to talk with you more about our committee and how we're, you know, moving and shaking. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you guys for all you're doing back at the headquarters, <laughs> the mothership at KYR. Our pleasure. And and there are uh, committee signups going to be going on later this year. So if you'd like to be involved in this committee or any committee, uh, you're more than welcome to apply and, and uh, hopefully get an appointment there and, and get involved because uh, that's how things change. Uh, that's how you make an impact, getting involved. Thank you, Elizabeth Monarch. Thank you, Lamont Breland, for joining us today. Suzanne Reeves, appreciate uh, everyone's time. Thank you all. Thanks. Catch you next time on the KYR Podcast. Bye.